0: Welcome to another episode of the Molly System Pro Wake Up Call podcast. We have another amazing leader with us today. I love Lisa's story, and she hasn't been out in a bit, so I haven't been able to say it. So if this is kind of fun because, guys, this is uh, – so many people come into this space, myself included. I was told, hey, overnight, you know, multiple six figures in your first year, super easy, let's go. And I got started, and I found out that's not the case. <laughs> and Lisa's story so – Cool because she was in this industry guys, for 18 years and made 20 bucks. And if memory serves me, that was like a product sale to like her aunt and her mom, or something like their best friend, or something like that. Think about that. Think about that. Eighteen years in this space. Now she had jobs and was bouncing around and you know learning and and you know that it was it wasn't like that she was she just made twenty bucks and her family was starving for for uh, for uh, eighteen years, but in this space that that was the that's you know she was come that was it. Think about the, the just that process, guys. A year, two years, three years. Your friends and family saying, dude, you're you're crazy. Your spouse, I don't know. People around you, the closest people saying you're absolutely nuts. Lisa didn't hear any of that. She just kept going. Got her ass whooped, guys. Her tail whooped for years in this space, and she just got up. And she started learning YouTube and started getting really good at this marketing thing and started building. And, and guys, gosh, thankfully for her and, and now thousands upon thousands of people, you know, she stayed in this game. Because today, right, 20-some years later, she's free. Multiple revenue streams, she's got coaching clients, courses, she's, you know, all the things, right? But I just, I love rewinding that clock because we bitch and complain about, you know, it's been six months, where's my five figures a month check? And that's possible. And the beauty, you don't need to wait for, you know, 18 years to get $20 like Lisa. You've got a system now with MLSP. But just chill. Put you know, pump the brakes a little bit when you catch yourself saying, Yo, I've tried this for two weeks. Where's my you know, why why where's my six figures? Just let it grow like a little seed, the way Lisa did, and plant it, nurture it, give it sunlight, water, give it attention, tend to it. The way Lisa has and, and that dream business is pro- is possible, man. She's proof of it. L six leader inside of MLSP top affiliate. It's always fun to have uh, Lisa Torres here for our wake-up Hey, Brian, you're wake breaking up
1: up. Calls.
0: That's weird. It might be me. I don't know. Maybe something's going on with this bridge. But let's, uh, let's bring you out here. I'll toss it over to you. I love you. You're very, very one. All right. I'm going to break. You're you up. You're up. i mean, mute up. It's all you.
1: I still can't hear anything what you're saying. You're <laughs> just like one word, uh, like every five seconds. <laughs> um all right cool, you're but up. You I'll, start. I'll go ahead yeah, and continue yeah. because you you're thank you for the introduction. <laughs> but you started everything was going great and then you just got really really choppy and it was terrible. I could barely hear what you were saying. But it's all good. I'm going to I'll take it from here. Thank you so much, Brian, for the introduction. It's always a pleasure to serve the MLSD community. Today, we are going to be talking about mindset. <laughs> And, yes, everything that Brian said about me is facts. It's true. I struggled for the first 18 years and only made $20, and that he, 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 ha- he almost had, who the, the product sales part right. It wasn't a, a family member, you know, because we know family members don't support us, right? <laughs> it was actually a friend who was also in network marketing who felt bad for me. I was selling a travel product at the time, And um, she bought an airline ticket from me. (laughs) And I made a $20 commission, and that was the beginning of my journey. Okay, so that was the very first time I ever made any money in network marketing ever. And so um, fast forward to 2007 when I got laid off from my job, I turned to YouTube. And I'm going to tell you, the moment that I walked out of that building when they laid me off, I said to myself as I was walking, I was working in Manhattan, I'm from New York. I was walking from my office building in Manhattan where they escorted me, by the way. They escorted me out when they laid me off, off from my job. When I walked out of that building and I walked to the bus stop to go home, I made a commitment to myself that I will never work for someone again. Now, I didn't know how I was going to do it. I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew that in my heart I was an entrepreneur and there was no ifs and buts about it. I was going to make this happen. Okay. And so when I got on that bus and I went straight home in tears, scared, fearful, right? Not knowing what I was going to do because I was the breadwinner. You know, my husband and I, we have a, a, we had a daughter. She was five years old at the time. And, you know, he was the stay-at-home dad. And I was the breadwinner, and I had to come home to tell him uh, we have no money. (laughs) I mean, I had my severance pay, and I had some um, uh, uh, unemployment coming in. But other than that, I I have no money, and guess what? I'm not going back to a job ever again. And so I had to break that news to him. But thankfully, we put our creative juices on, and we made it happen. We figured it out because he was a t- uh, well not retired because he was he was a New York an NYPD New York City police officer um a few years before I got laid off he walked away from his job because he was sick and tired of it because he wanted to um move forward with his you know music production stuff and that's exactly what he, he did and so he was the stay at home dad <laughs> right um, He wasn't really making any money at the time. I was the breadwinner. And so we had to come together and figure it out because he definitely didn't want to go to a job, and I definitely wasn't going to a job. Like, it wasn't an option for me. <laughs> that, that boat has sailed away, okay? The job boat has sailed away. And I will never work for someone again. That's it, period, done. And so we had to put our creative thinking caps on and we decided okay well what do we have here well how 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 can we make money without having to, you know to go to a job without having to wake up early in the morning every single day and just do the same routine every single day get up early get on the bus to an you know an hour two and from work on the bus um, you know, stay there in the cubicle from 9 to 5, sometimes till 6 or 7 if I was doing overtime, just to get back on the bus, to come back home, and just do it all again the next day. <laughs> like, that was not the life I envisioned for myself. And so having a job with a regular routine was just not in, you know, in, in, in the cards for me. Okay? And I was going to make sure of it. So we put our thinking caps on, and we started doing different things. We started, he t- we had an SUV at the time, and actually, it's funny because we still have that SUV. <laughs> it was a 2007 Buick Rendezvous. We still have it, but I gave it to my stepson, his his son, and so he drives that now. It's still in very good condition, by the way. Um, shout out to, to Buicks <laughs> because those cars last forever. All right. So we gave it to him, and um, at the time, you know, it was a brand-new car. I had gotten that car just a few months before I got laid off, and so we said, okay, we have a car, uh, we have an SUV, and guess what? People need to, people are calling for taxis, so we need to figure this out. Now, of course, back then it was illegal to, you know, use your car as a cab, but we did it anyway because we didn't care. (laughs) right? So he would use the car as a taxi. So he would go to the train station and he would wait for people to get out of work, like, you know, between somewhere between 4 and and 5 and 6 and 7 o'clock at night. He would go out there and pick up people from the train to take them home because people, you know, this is the Bronx, right? And so a lot of people don't have cars, right? They take the train or the, the bus. And so he waited there to take people from the train station to their home and back to the train station to their home, and that's how he he, he was able to make some money. Me, I became a clown. <laughs> I kid you not. I became a clown. I started doing clown work on the weekends. I would do, like, children's party and dress up as a clown, and I would get paid for that. And then I also um, had some odd jobs that I would do on Craigslist, so, like, PowerPoint presentation, you know, typing up documents for people that were putting in jobs on Craigslist. I did that to make money. Um, I also watched some other little girls after school where I would pick up my daughter. Um, I just put some flyers around and I started talking to other moms around the neighborhood. Hey, you need somebody to pick up your kid? I'm, You know, I'm, I'm home now. So if you need like a babysitter or whatever after work, you know, I, I, I could pick her up when I pick up my daughter. And I got four girls. And so, you know, the moms would paying me $75 per week per child, right? So I had that going on. And we just figured it out. And see, that's what I want to talk about today, the mindset, right? What is the mindset that you have to have in order to create that type of story for yourself where you don't have to have a job and you could put your creative thinking juices, you know, on to create the lifestyle that you design, a a lifestyle that you desire, okay? So um, we're going to get a little bit into that. I'm going to try to make this call super quick. If you know me, you know that I am all about getting to the point as soon as possible and then bouncing. (laughs) That's kind of like my style. All right, so let's get into it. You want to achieve more in life. And doing that, honestly, it's hard. It's not easy. Okay, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. It's hard to achieve some of the things that you want in your life and in your business, right? And it's even harder when you don't have the right mindset. And unfortunately, most people never achieve their goals because they don't have the right mindset for growth in their business. And, you know, If you're developing a a growth mindset, that is going to be the key to excel in your business, and it's going to be the keys that you need in order to create the life that you want just like I did with the story that I just shared with you, right? I had to have the right mindset when I got on that bus and made a decision that I would never work for someone else again. That's a mindset, right? Normal people, because I don't consider myself a normal person, normal people would have been shitting in their pants like, oh, my God, I need to find a new job. What am I going to do? And me, I wasn't, I mean, I was scared, but I wasn't worried. There's a difference. I wasn't worried at all because I knew that I wasn't going to go back to a job. I just didn't know how I was not going to do that. I didn't have the how, right? Right. So with this these small set of mindset shifts, right? You can finally start making progress towards your goals and your dreams and reaching your true potential. Right? So let's get into the first one, which is change the way you think about feedback. Right? And and by the way, all of this is business related. Change the way you think about feedback. This is going to be the first thing that you need to do, because when you're changing, you know, when changing your mindset is shifting your attitude towards negative feedback, you got to stop doing that, right? You have to shift your mindset to accept negative feedback. You can't become better if you don't know what's wrong with what you're currently doing, right? You got to get some feedback in order to figure it out. And you have to sometimes ask critical questions and you got to ask people to give you constructive feedback or constructive criticism, right? From people who will actually tell you like it is and not stroke your ego and whisper sweet nothings in your ear and, you know, run their fingers through your hair, right? You don't want people like that. You want people to tell you what it is, to tell you like it is, so that you can fix whatever it is that you're, you know, you are you can take that feedback and fix whatever it is that you're struggling with. Feedback is a gift. It's a gift that is going to help you improve your craft. It's a gift that's going to help you change as a person, right? And so just think of, feedback, whether it's good feedback or negative feedback, think of it as a gift because it's only there to excel you in whatever areas of your life, right? Whether it's business or personal, feedback is always important. So you got to take a deep breath and you have to listen to what is being said. And if the feedback is negative, try not to respond right away. Right? I know we get very snappy. I know I do. I used to get very snappy. But if the feedback is negative, don't respond right away. Make sure you don't ignore it either. Use it as a motivation to become better. Ask for suggestions on how to do things better next time so that you can understand what to avoid. Right? That's what you have to do. I'll, I'll share a story with you. So I used to when I, I I used to do a lot of webinars. I don't do them as much, but I used to do a lot of webinars. And I started getting a lot of feedback about me being on my webinar being long and drawn out. People were complaining that I shared too much of my story before I actually got to the point and added value and all that kind of stuff. Now, my middle name is get to the point. <laughs> My middle name is Get to the Point, because now what I do is I get to the point as soon as possible, quickly as possible, right? And so if I didn't get that feedback from people, my webinars would still be long and drawn out before I got to the point. My audience doesn't want that. They want me to get to the point as soon as possible. So if you know me, like I said earlier, if you know me, you know I'm very – To the point, let's get to the point, in and out, done. Okay, so understand that. Number two, the second mindset shift. Change the way you look at failure. Don't be afraid of failure. This is one of the reasons why people have to, you know, they have a fixed mindset in the first place. They're worried about failing, so they avoid trying new things. They avoid, you know, all different kind of situations because they're afraid of failure. But this just makes it worse because you can't be afraid of failure. You have to learn from failure. You have to learn from your mistakes and use them as a tool for growth. And by the way, failure is not the opposite of success, by the way. It's an essential part of success, but it's not the opposite of success. Every successful person has failed numerous times before they made it. Remember I told you I failed 18 years, (laughs) 18 years, right, before I saw any kind of success in my business. And those who never gave up, those who never give up, and, you know, we stay on that path to success, we eventually overcome whatever was holding us back from achieving our dreams. That's what we do. That's what successful people do. They overcome whatever was holding them back from achieving success. I'll share another story with you about that. About failure. Okay. So last month, <laughs> and I've never shared, I haven't shared this with anybody yet. So you guys are the first to hear this, right? So. Tune in. (laughs) Lean in. All right, so last month I had a product launch. And while other people may think that it was not a failure, looking from the outside in, my first initial thought, and this is, you know, sometimes I have to struggle with um, snapping myself out of this way of thinking, right, about failure. My first initial thought was, shit, I failed right and I'll, I'll you'll understand what I mean by that in a minute I failed now people looking from the outside in would be like are you freaking kidding me you didn't fail but then I got to step outside of myself and look in and realize wait a minute you didn't fail so let me share the story with you so last month I launched my very first um, Signature high ticket course a digital course, right? My goal was to hit fifty sales, which would have brought me in a hundred thousand dollars at fifty sales. I didn't hit that I wasn't even close. <laughs> I made eight sales, and I made sixteen thousand dollars in ten days now you're probably thinking. in 10 days, oh, my God, I would just die for that right now, right? And, yes, the average person would appreciate $16,000 in 10 days, right? But me at the level that I'm at, that was unacceptable in my mind. But I had to take a step back and I had to look and, you know, look, look at the bigger picture, right, this was a brand-new course. It, it was high ticket, um, and I didn't hit my goal. But I was able to make 16k in 10 days and profit $12,000 in 10 days after Facebook ads and, you know, other costs associated with my launch, right? So although it was a failure in my eyes, Initially, it wasn't a failure when I stepped back to look at it because, guess what? I wound up being in profit, although I didn't hit my goal, and that's number one. And number two, I was able to send out a survey to my list to find out some things, and through that survey, I was able to get back some feedback. That's why you always got to ask. I was able to get back some feedback and now with that feedback I know what I have to do for the next time I launch my course to make it even better because I got the feedback from my audience, from my lips after sending out that survey. So it wasn't a failure because if I had not failed I wouldn't have known how to make the course even better. I wouldn't have known how to make my message better. I wouldn't have known how to make my marketing better. Right? I wouldn't have known how to make my webinar better or the Facebook live better. I wouldn't have known that had I not stepped back and said, "Wait a minute, I didn't hit my goal, but guess what? This is still a success because I'm still in profit and I got some feedback." So you got to understand that. Okay? Step 3. Or mindset number three, change the way you look at obstacles. If you don't like something that's in your way, change it. What's the saying? Uh, that's uh, if you don't like where you are, or if you don't like where you live, move. You're not a tree. <laughs> I think that's the funniest quote ever. If you don't like where you live, move. You're not a tree, <laughs> right? If you don't like something that's in your way. Change it, right? Other people tried before and they succeeded. They didn't start with smooth roads. And guess what? Neither did I, and and guess what? Neither will you. Obstacles are going to be there. We can't run from them. Obstacles are just signs of progress. You have to embrace them because... Everything else is just, um, what's the word? Everything else is like a mirage that will disappear as soon as you get closer to it. Okay? So don't try to outrun them. Try to use them as stepping stones towards your goal. And you got to stop making excuses and start doing the things that's going to ha- actually help you to achieve success you got to stop making excuses and start doing the things that are going to help you create success. And you know what those things are. I don't have to tell you. You know what they are. You know the things that you're doing that you're not, and you're making up all the ex- excuses about why you can't do this, and, oh, you know, I can't do this, and I have a headache, and, oh, my knee hurts, and, you know, oh, you know, I have to watch my show. I don't want to miss. You know all the excuses that you're making. Oh, I'm not good enough. Oh, who wants to listen to me? Oh, I'm too embarrassed. Oh, I'm too fat. Oh, I'm too skinny. I'm too, my nose is big. I got gray hair. Like the excuses, up the wazoo. <laughs> Stop making the excuses and start achieving instead. Make the choice now to adopt a growth mindset, and become better than you were before. I'll share another story with you. So November 2020, I got kicked out of my network marketing company that I was with for one year, that I had built a six-figure business in just one year, right? November, I literally, this was like maybe about a week well, maybe about 10, seven to ten days, somewhere between there, about a week after my one-year anniversary with anniversary with this company, <clears throat> excuse me, one-year anniversary with this company, seven days or ten days or whatever after that, I got a message, an uh, excuse me, an email from Compliant that if I didn't stop promoting my little new mini course that I launched back then, if I didn't stop doing that, they were going to freeze my account. So I'm like, uh, no, I'm not going to stop promoting my product (laughs) that has nothing to do with your business, right? I'm not going to stop doing that. And so I didn't. And one day I woke up on payday, six-figure business here, and one day I woke up, and by the way, biggest mistake of my life, was that when I signed up for that company, I decided that I was only going to focus on that because I really wanted to build that to a six-figure business. And so I kind of left everything else alone for that entire year. I stopped list building. I stopped, you know, promoting my courses. I stopped doing all the things that I had been doing for years. I stopped it just to focus on this one thing. Huge mistake. Huge mistake. Remember Pretty Woman. Remember uh, Pretty Woman, the movie Pretty Woman. When she walk, you know, she walks into the store. It's a high high end bougie store, right? She walks into the store, and she's dressed looking like the hooker that she was. Right? <laughs> she with her little mini skirt, the high boots. She walks into the store, and the lady looks at her up and down. I don't remember exactly what she says, but she, you know, she just said something like, you know. Uh, like, like something, something like this store is not for you or you can't afford our clothes or something. I can't remember what it was. So she walked out, and she came back dressed bougie herself. She went shopping in a whole bunch of other stores, and she came back with all these fancy-dancy bags, the shopping bags from all these other expensive stores, and she was dressed all decked out looking like a diva, she walks back into the store, and she walks up to the lady that, you know, put her down when she came in for the first time looking like a hooker, right? <laughs> she came in with the bag, and she looks at the lady up and down, and she goes, big mistake, huge. <laughs> right? So that's kind of, that's kind of how I felt when I got kicked out of that network marketing company. Kind of how I felt, like big mistake, huge because you have no idea how quick I can turn around my income. Because when or I, let me back up a little bit, one day I turned around on payday and my account was shut down. I could not download or get into my 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 back office. They froze my account, and there went my 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 monthly residual. <laughs> I laugh now because I just. It's a joke to me at this point. Right? There boom. Just like that overnight. Okay? Now, of course, I had like other affiliate commissions coming in and stuff like that and other, you know, stuff like that, but that was my main income that I had focused and I built for that whole entire year. And so from that point on, I was the pretty woman like big mistake, huge. You don't know who you just messing with because guess what? I'm not going to stop promoting my stuff and I'm just going to go ahead and in the next 90 days my goal is to bring my income back up to where it was in your company and so what did I do I went out and did that (laughs) and I said you could keep your money you can keep your you know the uh, keep me locked out of the business center you can do all of that but that's not going to stop me because guess what I got I got skill sets. I have skill sets that can make me money anytime, any day, no matter what company I'm with, no matter what product I'm promoting, no matter whatever whatever it is. I have skill sets. And guess what, guys? Guess where I learned those skill sets from? You ready for it? MLSP. <laughs> MLSP, that's where I learned my skill sets from back when MLSP launched in 2000 and Eight, I believe it was, yes, 2008, MLSP launched. When I got into MLSP back then, they were only four months old. And remember, in 2007, I had gotten laid off from my job, right? So I was already trying to build my business online before I found MLSP, which, by the way, back then I didn't know anything about autoresponders. I didn't know anything about list building. I didn't know anything about anything I didn't know how to market online. All I knew was how to shoot YouTube videos. That's pretty much it. <laughs> that was the extent of my marketing skills. And so when I got to, into MLSP, I started learning about branding myself and leadership and list building and sales funnels and, you know, autoresponders all, all and all that kind of stuff. And that was, that was the beginning of my journey. So no one could take your skill sets away. And this is what we talk about all the time. Build up your skill set, because guess what, honey? Your network marketing company is not on your side. They're not. Your network marketing company is not your business. You're just an affiliate. You have absolutely no say-so in your company. You have no say-so about if they decide to change the comp plan on you overnight. You have no space, so if they decide to change the ingredient overnight. You, you have – your name is not on those documents. So, therefore, it is not your business. So, stop walking around saying, oh, my company this and my company that. Hello, that's not your company. <laughs> change the language. That's not your company. Your company is you. That's your company. And that's what you need to focus on, your skill set, because just like how I got kicked out of that network marketing company and I was able to just in, in 90 days, you know, create that residual income back for me, it's the same way that you can do, God forbid you get kicked out of your network marketing company. God forbid your network marketing company gets shut down overnight. And it, it will, you know, not, I'm not saying it will, but it happens. I see it all the time, all the time, okay? So with that being said, I hope you guys got some value from this. Um, I definitely always love to share these stories with you and and share some value with you guys. I'm going to go ahead and hop on over to MLSPfanpage.com in a few minutes. So I hope to meet you over there, and that's where you can pick my brain a little bit, ask me questions, hang out with me for a little while. Again, it's MLSPfanpage.com. I'll see you over there. Have a great day.
0: You have been listening to the My Lead System Pro Podcast with Brian Finale and the MLSP Leaders. To learn how MLSP can help you get more leads and make more money in your business starting today, visit www.mlsp.com and take your risk-free test drive. MLSP.com. That's MLSP.com, creating tomorrow's leaders today.